0: I am so honored today because I have Dr. Vanessa with me, and Dr. Vanessa received her PhD in Integrative Biology in 2009. She has several papers published in various scientific journals, including topics of reproductive endocrinology, um, immunology, and molecular biology. These are big words. <laughs> she taught classes at the university level, including anatomy and physiology, over eight years. As her career developed. She found a passion for making difficult topics easy to understand and increasing health literacy. Health literacy is defined as the degree to which individuals have the capacity to obtain, process, and understand basic health information needed to make appropriate health decisions. The one thing we must understand is even though not everyone will go into the medical field, there are instances which you must be able to advocate for yourself or a loved one. The more you know about your body and how it works, the better you can understand and form those decisions. Thank you so much, Dr. Vanessa, for being here today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited.
0: I'm excited to have you as well. And I would love for you to kind of dive into your entrepreneurial journey. I know you have a fantastic background in the medical field, and we're definitely going to dive into that. But how did you decide, okay, I want to make this a business?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so... um obviously it's evolved over the last year or two. Um, I, um, like you mentioned, I taught at the university level. I won't go too much into that now if you want to talk about that later. But um, when I moved for my husband's job, I wasn't working. And um, so funny enough, I lived in South Florida and in South Florida, there are hurricanes. and when you're teaching, sometimes the hurricanes interrupt your teaching time. So I had actually put up some videos on my YouTube channel um, for my students to watch, never advertise them and what have you. Maybe like two years later, I looked after we had moved, and I it was on a whim. I hadn't really checked it. And one of my videos had 10,000 views. Um, without me, Doing anything. And I said, you know what? If this video has 10,000 views, then there's a need for this, a need for science to be explained in a way that others can understand um, and be able to grasp. And so I started uploading more anatomy and physiology videos, um, gearing more towards students who are in the class and struggling um, with the course material in the class. Mm -hmm. And then um, as my business has grown and evolved, um, certain things have changed with that. And so I'm going to continue doing that, but I am moving more into, let's make this even easier. You know, let's break this down into even smaller chunks. Um, if you'll notice a lot of my earlier videos are lecture style as if a student were in the class taking a lecture and they were there because if a student was in a course and maybe didn't understand what the teacher was teaching or was reading the book and didn't understand what the book was saying, they could reference those. Um, But now I'm taking those into smaller chunks and making them more accessible. Um, One, that they're shorter. And then two, that you can really learn about a specific topic that you're trying to learn about. And love- that's, yeah, and that's just like, that's where I, that's the journey I've been on, and that's pretty much what
0: happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a fascinating journey, and I think, too, being able to understand material that might not come so natural to others, and especially, like, I mean, I grew up in Florida, too, hurricanes happen a lot, and then, like, yeah. school gets canceled thankfully not like a lot of in terrible hurricanes, but being able to understand too, that there was a resource outside of the room and really being able to see that it was kind of a niche that you could really dive into because it's something that is important And I've talked to so many different individuals around like just knowing something wasn't right with their body. And kind of like what I mentioned in the bio that you had given me is really about understanding our bodies and how important that is when it comes to any medical condition or anything that we're experiencing, but like listening to our bodies, but also knowing about our bodies too. So i love for you to kind of dive a little bit deeper into that of why it's so important that we know the terminology, that we know certain things when it comes to the body.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, science is a scary subject, right? Um, you start learning about it, you start delving into it, and either you really love science and want to know more about it, mm-hmm. or you're scared of it because there's a lot of big words, right? <laughs> and those yeah. big words are there. <laughs> we can't change them because that's how scientists and medical professionals can talk to one another. By using those words, they know exactly what they're talking about, right? right. Um but it is hard to understand and if you pick up any kind of textbook you can get lost in it because there's just you know the body is so intricate and how the Mm -hmm. body works is so intricate and so that can get so confusing um and i think that we tend not to think about our body or how our body works until there's something wrong with it right Mm -hmm. and kind of a thing that i'm trying to get across is if we learn about our body now while we're healthy and we learn about how the body works in certain ways when we're healthy Mm-hmm. then, you know, then we can better understand what's going on when we're not healthy, right? And, and that can go, um, to so many ends. I mean, we can talk about, you know, I think that when a lot of, uh, when you think about health, right, you think about healthy foods, you think about diet, um, mm-hmm. and, and it's, and it's more than that, right? It's knowing how the heart works. What's the purpose of the heart? Why do you have a heart? Do you know why you have a heart? I mean, you might be not be going into the medical field. You might not be, be becoming a nurse. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's important to know how your heart works and what it's doing, because then when you go to the doctor and say something that say, there's something wrong with your heart, or what if you get that diagnosis of you have diabetes and they say, Oh, um, and they start talking about the pancreas. Do you even know what the pancreas is? Do you know what it does? Right. And I think that a lot of these diagnoses that we get are more than just that organ itself because one of the things that you learn if you learn about the body is that all the systems, even though we can separate them into their individual systems, they all work together, right? And so if there's an issue in one system, there's probably an issue in another system. And knowing these things, you can better have better conversations with your um, practitioners right? Uh, You can know which practitioners you need to go to, what specialists you need to go to, and you can have those better conversations to to be able to take better care of yourself. And if it's not you, maybe it's a loved one, a family member, and you can be a better advocate for that person. Right.
0: Yes. I love that you're saying this too, because it really goes back to understanding how each part works and it does work together. I mean, a lot of my research in psychology was the mind-body connection and how that really does correlate, but being able to advocate for yourself is so critical because I know so many individuals that they didn't know what was wrong or they, but they knew something was wrong, but didn't have the terminology or didn't really understand it. And then until something happens, like what you were saying, it's like when you're healthy, like understand that because when you're not, it can be so damaging and detrimental if you don't know what's going on or you're just trying to figure it out and in like crisis mode almost of figuring that out. But having that terminology, having the knowledge, even like I was saying, the big words, like that's why I didn't go in the medical field. I like can barely pronounce half them. <laughs> no, you're yeah. lying, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but being able to understand that. So I love that you started to really utilize YouTube just and being able to educate others on it. And how did that really help grow your channel as well of just being able to bring such hard concepts sometimes into make digestible um, bite sizes? Yeah. Like I said,
1: I think that science is a really hard to understand subject, you know, and, um, teaching it at the university level, one of the things that I really focused on was being able to make it understandable, you know? And when the mm-hmm. students came to me and were like, wow, I really understood what you said, because when I read the book, I didn't understand it, you know? And that's that's not always easy, you know? That's not always easy to take something difficult and to, to make it easier to understand. Um, not that the subject is gonna be any easier, but if you can understand it and make sense of it. Um, and a lot of, you know, a lot of anatomy and physiology Students, a lot of the times, just want to memorize it. But if you understand how it works, and that's kind of what I go into on the videos, Mm -hmm. how does this work? Then it just makes sense and you don't really have to memorize because then you can better understand how it works, Mm -hmm. make sense of that, right? And then that process just makes sense. So you don't have to sit there and memorize a bunch of terminology. And so that's brought a lot of students um, to my site. Obviously, students who are taking anatomy and physiology physiology, even medical students, you know, even medical students who are taking med school classes um, have commented. And then of course, you know, others who are just trying to learn more about their body and how their body works and have that put to them in a more understandable way.
0: Yes, it definitely breaks it down and because I know I've watched a few of your episodes as well of just like understanding it and just to kind of get a feel for it because you do really break it down. And it just makes so much sense too. if somebody coming in from it doesn't really understand it or reading textbooks that are very com- um, complex sometimes and just being able to break it down. Um, so I'm curious, did you always have a love for science and the body when you're growing up or was this something that like started to happen later on in life?
1: I always had a love for science. I was definitely a very nerdy kid. <laughs> I am probably still extremely nerdy, right? Um, I, I love science. I think out of all, I mean, there's so many realms of science, right? That we can, we can pinpoint. Um, I just was always really fascinated in the body, how the body works, how the organ systems are put together. I mean, I was that nerdy kid who was like taking... Um, the World Book Encyclopedia, (laughs) which (laughs) doesn't really exist anymore um, because we have all this information on the internet Mm -hmm. and was basically just like tracing out the body and making my own little reports about how the different organs work because I was just so interested um, in that. And so I've just always really had a love. And I think that as I grew older, my love shifted slightly into be more specific immunology. Like I just, mm. I like how, okay, well, if we know how the body works now, if we introduce a pathogen like a bacteria or a virus, now what is the body going to do? And that really always fascinated me that the body has a way to innately fight off these things that mm. come into the body and just how, how does that work, you know? Um, yeah. So that really fascinated me, which is why a lot of the research that I've done in the past is, is mm. immunology related.
0: Mm, I love it. And when you look at your journey of building your business, what has been some of maybe the roadblocks or any lessons that you've learned that you could really share with us today? Yeah,
1: um, I would still say it's
0: still in the making. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, um, you learn something new every day. Yeah. I think one of the hardest things for me. Um, has been really pinpointing down my audience. Um, Whenever you're starting a new business, they're like, okay, who's your target audience? And I'm like, how, you know, you know, women from 40 to 50, right? Like they want this pinpointed target audience. And I'm like, anyone with a body, right? Because if you have a body, this information is going to pertain to you. You know, Uh, like I said, a lot of my videos on there are uh, much more for you know high school students, college age students, adults uh, that are on there. But I am going to start putting up videos for younger children too, because I think that health literacy needs to start young. You know, yes. and even though I have these videos, you know, for adults basically to watch, I also want um, children to be able to understand how their body works, because then it's just that much easier for them as adults. So, it's that's I think has been one of the hardest things is pinpointing. Uh, that target audience. um, Mm -hmm. Because I'm just like, you know, um, anyone who has a body. Um, I think the other thing is with YouTube, you know, you have to make videos, you have to put them up. And sometimes with life, it is so difficult to be consistent, you know, Um, on top of the fact that I doing this and growing this and working behind the scenes on a lot of different things also um, I homeschool my two younger children and so (laughs) juggling them and making a video you know you can't have the sisterly lovely screens in the background you know um, on a video so that's that's been hard because when I make a video I want it to be clear to understand I want to be able to uh, explain everything. I don't want to just throw a video out there. I want to be able to put illustrations where illustrations belong. I want to really make it understandable that whoever watches it says, wow, I really understood this. And so that takes time. That takes time to make the video. It takes time to edit the video. And sometimes I just haven't been as consistent as I'd like to be um, because of life. Um, but I planning and keeping lists and um, holding yourself accountable to that uh, really does help.
0: Yes, no, you're absolutely right. It's the accountability piece. It's also going back to the niche piece. I know that's something that's always talked about, but you're right. It's your niche is the human body, (laughs) you know, and it's just being able to really teach that to all levels, because I think it is something so imperative on so many different levels, not just the scientific aspect, but like emotionally, mentally, and physically, of course, but like all those factors, environmental, like everything plays such a part on our bodies, because that's the one thing we have. It's like a temple, essentially. And I think Mm -hmm. it's very sacred too. Um, So I I appreciate you bringing that up and realizing too, like everyone does have a different niche, but I think yours is the human body. (laughs) So anyone who has a body,
1: right? (laughs) I I like that. That's That's not, that's not a favored response in the business world.
0: (laughs) I I like it. (laughs) (laughs) At least here, we like it. (laughs) Right. But as you've grown your business and as you've been getting out there more and more, what has been maybe a success story from hearing from whether it's a comment or response or any of your students that you've really helped learn more about the human body and breaking it down for them to really digest it of understanding that if you have any examples.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, I've had students who went from undergrad um, to medical school and you know after watching my videos and hearing me explain things have said you know this has really helped in my med school courses you mm-hmm. know has, has been really helpful um I, like i said i even have medical students who are watching the videos and understanding it and students mm-hmm. who have gone from undergraduate nursing classes and have mm-hmm. said that that's really helpful and that they'll watch some of them again just to help them you know mm-hmm. um get that information all over again. So it's been nice, you know, like I said, it's, it takes a lot of time to make those videos, you know, and, um, and then just to hear those kind of reassuring comments that are like, okay, you know, you really can't understand it. I'm, I'm doing that. And it's also just having the YouTube channel with that information there has allowed me to, um, get really good connections, you know, um, with other people. And, They've just been able to just um, connect with me and email me, start some collaborations because of that, and so that's been that's been really cool too.
0: And that's the beautiful thing, right? You're able to grow and expand and reach more people for them to understand. And what are you? What do you think are like? Three things are really important for people to know when it comes to the human body, just as a generalization. I know you can't really like pinpoint everything because there's a lot, yeah. um, but like things for people to really take note of and to write down right now as we're li- they're listening.
1: Okay. Well, I would say that you only have one, right? And so we <laughs> need to take care of it. And the more we know about how our body works, the better we're going to be equipped to take care of it. Um, the better we're going to be able to understand, again, like what the health practitioners are telling us, good or bad, right? Yeah. Um, for both us and our loved ones. Um, and so I think that it's really important, The more, like, again, the more you know about the body, right? The more you're going to be able to make those decisions for yourself. When you go to the doctor, for instance, and they give you five different medications, you're going to have a better idea of how they may work with mm-hmm. each other, right, to mm-hmm. help you or, you um, you know, just to be able to make those better decisions um, for yourself.
0: That's true. And it goes back to just like one body and taking care of ourselves from the inside out because that's going to show up physically on the outside or just like our energies or being able to like pinpoint that. But if we're able to really take care of ourselves, it will make that difference. So I appreciate Mm -hmm. you bringing all that into the discussion as well today and looking at how you have been growing your business and how things have been going What are two or three tips you could give us if people are starting their entrepreneurial journey? Maybe they're starting on YouTube, but as a generalization, again, what are things that you wish you would have known in the beginning?
1: I think planning. I mean, I know that's always said, but I think that planning is super important and not even just planning um, business planning, but planning like, you know this this world is all on the internet now right so like planning your social media posts to interact with what's going on for that week planning in my case like what video i'm going to release when um, all these planning things, I think sometimes things tend to be on the fly and it's like, okay, well, what am I gonna post today? (laughs) And then you think about what you're gonna post, um, but having that plan helps you to be more consistent. So like, if I think about, for instance, for my stuff, if I think about like what topics I want to cover in the next month, and then I think about what topics I want to make those videos on, and then I can make the social media posts coincide with that, you know? that makes it a lot easier to be able to plan for that and know that, you know, life happens. Um, I think that if, if, if you talk about the realm of YouTube, a lot of the books you'll read, they're like, make five videos in a day, and then you have the content for a month. Um, it's not always that easy to make five <laughs> videos in a day. Um, so being realistic right? You need to be realistic with yourself and your specific situation um, because some of us are doing a lot of things behind the scenes and don't have the realistic time to be able to do five videos in a day. So be realistic and, you know, it's, it's going to grow with you. I, I like that. It's not You know, it's growing at a pace where I can keep up with it, where I can make sure that things are going the way I want. I have a certain caliber for I want for my videos, um, um, those types of things. So, you know, to be consistent, to plan, and then to be realistic, I would say would be the three main things.
0: I think those are all very important factors because you're right. It's like the planning piece. It's actually not talked about as often as you would think, Um, Mm -hmm. but it is really important. It keeps you organized. Just going back to what you said, like a lot of us are wearing a lot of hats and juggling things behind the scenes that you're not seeing on a day-to-day basis, especially you, like you have children, you're homeschooling, like you have a lot going on in addition to everything you're doing. But I think it's that like compassion piece too of like, Being realistic of what you can get done in a day and just not being so hard on yourself is what I'm hearing. And I think those are all fantastic tips of just understanding to the process. It's not overnight. It takes time, but just really enjoying what you're doing. And that's what it's about. Absolutely. So I've been so enjoying this conversation, Dr. Vanessa, but we're going to jump into the rapid fire questions if you're ready for them.
1: Let's do it.
0: All right. The first question is what motivates you to work smarter?
1: Um, I think limited time.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> there is limited time in my day. There's limited time where I'm not being asked for something. <laughs> and so you want those minutes to count. Yeah, for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Those minutes matter. And just like we were talking about previously too. It's where your energy's going, your time's going, and where you really want to prioritize and mm-hmm. see that result too. Might not be right overnight, but you'll definitely see the result eventually. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, if you were to be a superhero, kind of are, but what power or powers would you have? Um,
1: I would have to go with invisibility on this one. Mm. There are just some times where you just want to to hide away <laughs> and no one to see you. It doesn't have to be for a long time. But you're just like, no one can find me now, right? <laughs>
0: like recharge, reboot. That that
1: or flying would be pretty cool. Not mm-hmm. not super high flying because that might be a little <laughs> scary, but just to fly and then you can avoid some of the traffic.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Traffic can be horrible. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Um, what is the last book that you've read or listened to?
1: Um, the last book I read was The Body by Bill Bryson. And mm-hmm. if you want to to get like um, a look into how the body works, that is a really good book. Um, It goes through every system of the body. So it's laid out sort of like a textbook in the sense that every system of the body is covered, Um, but it is covered in a way where you can definitely understand and it takes those really important concepts of how the body works and puts it all together. So I would not suggest reading this in a day or two, (laughs) take it in chunks, Um, but it is a really good, like well-written, book that's not a textbook, that's an actual book um, that covers the body.
0: Oh, that sounds fascinating. I haven't heard of that one yet, but I definitely got to check that one out. I'm always looking for new material (laughs) to read. Um, So what is your favorite family recipe, whether it's a traditional dish or something you just love making together as a family?
1: Um, I would say, uh, my favorite family dish I don't know, I'm like thinking of like five in my head right now. So let's narrow that down to one.
0: <laughs> well, maybe like two or three, you know, if you really can't decide. Um,
1: I, I don't, you know, it, it also depends who makes it, which one I like better too. But um, I would say, you know, my whole mother's side is is from Cuba so we we grew up eating a lot of Cuban dishes and um so I love all the Cuban food like piston panisada which is really bad for you because it's fried steak basically <laughs> um so that's a really good one we don't make that one too much um but that and probably like arroz con pollo right um picadillo, which are all Spanish-inspired dishes um, that I, I really enjoy. And I've probably, like, as I've made them, I've probably Americanized them a bit for the kids so that they'll actually eat them. But <laughs> it's always nice to go home and have that authentic, <laughs> authentically oh, yes. cooked dish. Yeah.
0: Especially, like, in Miami, too. There's so many for great sure. restaurants there. <laughs> yeah. But nothing, like, homemade. Right. <laughs> so if you do have a day off, what is your favorite way to spend that day off?
1: Um. Doing nothing. <laughs> if I had my perfect day and I wasn't living where I live now, um, mm-hmm. we'll just imagine. I would say definitely on a beach, mm-hmm. drinking the hand, <laughs> listening to the ocean. I love being on the beach. I love listening to the ocean, pretty landlocked where we are now. So I'm definitely mm-hmm. missing um the beach, but the trade-off is that where we are now, there's seasons. So um, but but yeah, definitely. That would That's one of my favorite places to be.
0: Yes, it's very relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> and what is something an outsider wouldn't know about your industry?
1: About my industry? Um, I think that science communication, which I would say falls into the same category, is a lot more difficult than anybody thinks it is. Like taking something scientific, And putting it in a way that others can understand, especially even at a child's level, Mm -hmm. is really, really difficult because I have a PhD, you know, Mm -hmm. and learning and and getting that PhD, you're taking a lot of classes, you're learning a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff, and then you're you're getting to a higher level, and I'm not saying that to be like, oh, I have a PhD, it's just that Mm -hmm you're studying this, you're reading these types of papers and you understand them because now you've been in it for so long. You know, I remember when I did my undergraduate, my undergraduate was in biology, and then I went to grad school and I was like, oh, biology is so much easier now than it was when I was an undergraduate, why? Because I've been reading it a lot, I've been immersed in it, I'm reading scientific papers. And so then you get to such a level where you can read these things and understand them, that you're like, okay, well, how can I say this now in a way that makes sense for everyone? you know, and and sometimes just taking that down, it takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of years of doing the same thing to be able to automatically be able to, it's almost like translating a foreign language, right? You have to practice translating that foreign language. The more you do it, the better you get. And it doesn't come innately to some people. It takes a while for them to really be able to say, you know, this, it, it, it's, it's almost like a subject in and of itself, how to take Medical terms and and um, you know vocabulary, etc. How do you take that and make that easier for one to understand?
0: Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right. And it goes back to just understanding too. It's a lot of time and effort behind the scenes. Like, you no, know, even with psychology, just learning all of that. And now it's like something, somebody says something, I'm like, oh, yes, it's this. Even though I'm not practicing anymore, but the same concept for you. It's very difficult terminology sometimes, especially with science. I think a lot of people do struggle with science. I know a lot of individuals myself. I struggled with it too in high school and college. But being able to understand it, that's something so easy from somebody who has been doing years and years of it, reading the articles and being able to translate it in a way that makes sense for everybody.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I appreciate you adding that in. And I have a bonus question because I was going to ask it earlier, but I totally spaced on it. Because you are a mother, I'm curious, how have you been able to integrate motherhood, entrepreneurship, and everything else that you have going on behind the scenes?
1: Wow, that's um, a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) It It is. Um. Behind the scenes, I can give you the the Facebook beautiful picture of it, yes. <laughs> but we'll just go raw and behind the scenes. Yes. <laughs> um, it's not always easy, right? Mm-hmm. There, there are days when you just want to throw in the towel. <laughs> there are days where you know being a mother obviously comes first, and you have mm-hmm. to say everything that I did have planned for day for today has mm-hmm. to be moved to a different day, right? Yeah. Um. And that's kind of where I had mentioned before to like, you need to be realistic, realistic with yourself, realistic with what's going on in your life. And so, you know, always my kids come first Mm -hmm. and, um, they enjoy a lot of the things I do. I mean, they like helping me set up for videos in the background. Sometimes they're in some of them. Um, uh, they do like that. They think it's cool, right? Oh, mom's on YouTube and they'll check my, views to see how many views a video got. Um, So I like to try to include them when I can, even if it is behind the scenes things. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, sometimes your world gets turned around because there is something more pressing that has to happen versus what you wanted to do that day. And just, um, you know, you just have to go with the flow, right? Um, So to speak.
0: Yeah you're absolutely right. (laughs) It is going with the flow and that's part of life, right? And especially entrepreneurship, it's a roller coaster, Mm -hmm. but especially motherhood too. I'm not a mother, but I do work with a lot of moms and a lot of mompreneurs watch as well. And just like hearing your perspective as well. And I'm glad you went raw because it is not this beautiful picture. Sometimes sometimes it is, but a lot of times life is happening. So I appreciate Mm -hmm. you just sharing that as well. And where can people find you and get your resources, everything that you have going on? We're going to link everything below, but if you could let us know too.
1: Sure. I have a website. Um, my website links to all my social media, my YouTube channel. Um, I also have blogs on my website and some downloadable uh, PDFs too to follow along with some of my videos. So my website is Learning um, Biology, Learning Biology with Dr. Vanessa.com. And then my YouTube channel is, you know, youtube.com slash Dr. Vanessa, if you want to just access those videos straightforward.
0: Perfect. Well, there's so much on there. So definitely check it out, everyone. And thank you, Dr. Vanessa, for coming on and just sharing all your wisdom, all the behind the scenes, the ups, downs, but really learning about the human body and how much you have to offer everyone is so imperative. So thank you so much for your time today.
1: And thank you so much for having me here. I've really enjoyed it.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. And make sure to like, subscribe, comment below. What was the biggest takeaway from Dr. Vanessa? I'm sure she would love to see it as well. And we'll see you on the next video.